0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. You know, I'm Jimmy, Jimmy Fowler, Fowler, elder, elder candidate at Redeemer. Redeemer Fellowship. Jerk. <laughs> He's so dumb. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Feeling pretty good. Mm. Feeling pretty good. I'm, uh, I had a lot to do today, mm. and I got a lot done. Yep. I had, we had an elders meeting. Yep. That was good. That was awesome. And uh, I did some pre-marriage counseling after that. Yep. Yep. And now, That seemed to go well. Yeah, it went really well. Really excited for this young couple. Good. Man, they're young. Holy smokes. Like how young is young? Like 16 and 17. Uh, no, they're not. They're okay. like uh, probably 20 and 19 or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. All right. Well. Yeah. When you in love, you in love. Yeah, yeah. They're getting married. They're getting married in a month. They're getting
1: married in a month.
0: Yeah, they're just trying to resist that uh, urge to merge. That might be a factor. Sure, that could be a factor. But uh, they're just like, let's get do, do this thing.
1: I guess. Yeah, like I said, when you know, you know. Why as well Why wait?
0: Yeah, they were like, they were just gonna do Justice of the Peace, and then they were like, oh, we found a place we would actually do a thing, and so, yeah, man, they're, they're doing it. I'm really excited for them. Good couple. They love mm-hmm. the Lord. Pretty cool.
1: Perfect. Awesome. How about you, Joe?
0: How are you doing? Uh, I think I already said, right? Doing good? Yeah. That was just what I just told you about, my my what's going on. I wasn't even listening. Yeah, I know. Come I, wasn't, I wasn't listening.
1: Yeah, things are going great for me. I was actually asking because you didn't even ask me. I was getting ready to, but I was just well, finishing no, talking about up. me,
0: and then you came back and asked me again.
1: Uh, well, because you're rude. You didn't ask me. My All week's right. been going good. Really Hang on, A lot
0: right. of stuff going on. How you doing? Oh, Joe, you know what? In fact, I asked you first. How you doing, that man? That means a lot to me. I, I ask you, and you go, Nothin', nothing, nothing. <laughs> That's what you do.
1: No, week's going good. Cool. Enjoying uh, my time with the family. Getting lots of stuff done. Looking forward to. Uh, we're gonna go watch Logan
0: tomorrow night. Are you really? You're going too. I'm really invited. Uh, I thought you were joking. You never invite me. Uh, uh, never. Well, you never
1: take me to the movies. Well, because you are kind of a horrible like movie date. No, no. You what, really for a are. good movie for a no, film. You get I'm the best. Pretty, you get pretty annoying. No, I know how. First of all, you talk during the movie. No, Secondly, I don't. Now you're lying. You I would there, never no, talk. You sit there I'm and the guy make that, fun of the movie beforehand no, and after. that's not true. It doesn't matter what All the right, Jimmy is lying. let me
0: tell you who I am. I'm, oh, the let, guy, you are. I'm the guy who will get up out of his seat, walk down two rows, and tell a row full of knuckleheads to be quiet. I'll be like, hey, guys, you need to, you need to be quiet. And say, be quiet. See, Joe fancies himself
1: like one of those characters from Mystery Science Theater.
0: No, I do not. You're yeah, you lying. But the
1: thing is, you're just not funny.
0: All right. So, can we stop pretending? Are you really taking me to the movies?
1: Well, uh, you're, I think you're tagging along. A group of us are going. And go on.
0: I want to hear it. You're taking me to the movies. Come on.
1: I'm allowing you to come. No, Permission I to hear granted. It. I want to hear you. I want to hear you say, "I'm taking you to the movies." Why do you need to hear me say that? Because it'll
0: make me feel good. Taking you to the movies. That means you're paying. <laughs> All right. What are we talking I about, man? Pastor Pat's paid. <laughs> oh, that's right. He bought him, didn't he? We're gonna go to this movie theater that has like leather recliner chairs. And here's
1: the thing: Joe made fun of me. Oh yeah, the first time I talked about this theater. Oh, it
0: sounded so dumb.
1: And then, did I take you or did you just go? I can't remember. We went with our
0: yeah, we went with our kids. Remember, you and your kids, and me and my kids, and your dad,
1: and uh, and my dad. (laughs) Your dad was there too. (laughs) Oh, I remember now. I remember. You're right. Um, And after that, now Joe won't go
0: anywhere else. No, I'm done. These leather. First of all, these are awesome. Leather recliner chairs—they're yeah. really nice. Everything's clean. Secondly,
1: you can reserve your seat. I love that. I thirdly, am one of these guys.
0: Thirdly, uh, bring your own alcohol. No, that's
1: <laughs> that is not a thing. <laughs> okay, they serve alcohol.
0: They have beer there.
1: They have beer there. They have, have good food. food.
0: Uh, yeah, you can reserve. You have to reserve seatings. Really, That's yeah. how you do it. So, all right, man. So, what are we talking about today? We're
1: going to be talking about Bibles. Why are we talking about Bibles? Uh, because you know it's the Word of God, and from my understanding, as I look at social media. There's a lot of these knuckleheads that are using versions that are not really inspired. They're not really the true words of God. Right.
0: I mean they they they're not sticking with the KJV. I, and I, it's it's weird because though, none of those versions are authorized. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mhm.
0: Yeah. Only one of them is. Yeah. And it even says it right on it.
1: Exactly. Authorized version. Exactly. So, you know, I think we want to set people straight. Right. Good. To start using the right version, the
0: only uh-huh. authorized version. The KJV. 1611. That's why I got it tattooed on my hand.
1: Yeah. It, what, so um, oh, we're, ta-
0: we're talking about Bibles because uh, we actually had a lot of requests. Hey, why don't you guys talk about Bibles and let's nerd out on Bibles. And so we thought, okay, we're not real like Bible nerds uh, when it comes to – like
1: Yeah, you can tell there's a Christian Christian podcast. Listen, what I'm saying is... I'm just saying,
0: when when you get requests for, like, what's your favorite Bible... Yeah, yeah. So, like, some guys are super into, like, not the Word of God as the Word of God, of course. Let's say we're all into that, but they're into Bibles and the manufacturing of Bibles and all of that. So, we're going to talk about Bibles, talk about translations Mm -hmm. and the Bibles we use and some of those expensive Bibles that are pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. So, in terms of translations, Jimmy, what do we use here at Redeemer?
1: Uh, At Redeemer, we use the uh, English Standard Version. ESV. ESV.
0: Yes, the... uh,
1: the, the yeah, Piperian Piper.
0: Bible, <laughs> the Piper approved. That's right. The uh, the Chandler endorsed. Mm. The Driscoll inspired. Oh, why well, do you bring that one up? That's I'm just off. saying okay. he's part.
1: Of, he was one of the guy, key guys. He, he
0: got. He got. He, he promoted. Lots of people use the ESV, mm. um, and we'll we'll talk about why we use the ESV and why we like it. But what are some what are some versions that you actually like besides the ESV? Or do you like the ESV? That's what we use at Redeemer. Do you like it? Is no, it your- I
1: yeah I love the ESV. That's what I use mainly. I mean, when I'm studying. Uh, I I usually use uh, like two or three different versions. Okay. If I'm reading something in depth, especially with Logos, it's easy, right? Like, but I mean, the NASB, the NIV, the 84, for Mm -hmm. the NIV, um, the ESV. And every so often I will go with the, I'm trying to think of the other one I use.
0: Is it the OPP? The OPP. Yeah, you know me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are good. I I I'm a big fan of the NASB. Mm-hmm. When I was converted, I, I I my first Bible was a KJV. And um I uh sorry, I'm trying to do something here. So, uh, it was it was a KJV pocket New Testament with uh, Psalms and Proverbs in the back. Okay. It was white fake leather. White leather pocket Bible KJV. And uh I read it all the time. And then I finally got an NIV. Mhm. Which I liked.
1: That's what I I started off with the NIV. Right? And then I guess actually I started off with the
0: Catholic one, but go, keep going. Then I got the NASB and I loved the I yep. was NASB hardcore all the way until ESV. And mm. I I eventually transitioned to that. So um yeah, though there are definitely some, some um some really good ones. Now when um When we're talking about Bible translations, we we get into this issue of dynamic equivalency, they call it, right? Oh, yes, yes. Konzutite. Thank you. So uh, the issue is, right, that some Bibles are more literal, Mm -hmm. and some Bibles are more, like, meaning based so more graphical like, or is yeah. that what we're talking about yeah right right so like you have these almost word for word or, or close as close as you can get a from a word to word translation of give the me, greek and give me Hebrew. an idea
1: of one of those translations so
0: sorry. nasb okay. would be a real like formal equivalent okay or a literal translation or as much of a literal translation yeah. as you get. So You got nasb rsv nkjv new, i'm sorry new king james version um esv is over towards that side the Christian Standard Bible is mm-hmm. more towards that side, but it's kind of in between that and a dynamic equivalent or a meaning-based. So, um, like the message. Uh, you,
1: I mean, would you count that? I'm just saying. It no, calls the message that's Bible. not
0: even a translation. It's okay. not. It's not a translation. It wouldn't be on this map. But it's a paraphrase. But that's not a translation. All right, fair We're dealing enough. We deal with People translations at- of the of the original languages. So you're talking New Living Translation, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Now, um, it's not that these are. Just because something is a more meaning-based translation doesn't mean it's useless, doesn't mean it's wrong. No. It just means that it is not a a uh, formal equivalency, that they're not trying to match a, a Greek or a Hebrew word for another English word. Sometimes you can't do that. Sometimes you have to use a couple of words yeah, to express, absolutely. you know, one word. But, like, one example is uh, the Greek word, I think it's halasmas, which is propitiation. Oh, yes, of course, of course. And
1: <laughs> yes, that's the one uh, I was thinking in my head when you were bringing up this topic.
0: So— the, so the helopolis no the, the, that's a pastor the helasmus, mm, helasmus. Uh, he uh, uh, helasmus means uh, uh um satisfaction basically uh, it's it, it it is translated in the english in the e s v in the NASB as propitiation uh but in the n i v which is more of that dynamic yeah, equivalent yeah they don't like the idea of that word because what does that word mean so they use the phrase atoning sacrifice okay. The problem is, is atoning sacrifice is pretty vague, whereas propitiation is very precise. Yeah. Propitiation means one thing. That's right. So that's, that's the issue that people are dealing with here when they're looking at um, which translation should I go with. Should I go for a more literal translation or uh, a more um, you know, functional, dynamic equivalent yeah. where it's, just, it's expressing the meanings but not in a word-for-word kind of fashion? Kids generally very easily read the NIV. Yeah. um it's 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 not the 84 yeah the the old the old version not the not the TNIV um then you've got like the Christian Standard Bible which yep. is a good translation yep. we like the Christian Standard Bible now we actually um got I our see hands some. yeah we just got some sent to us now the guys that make the Christian Standard Bible they said hey man we'll send you uh we'll send you these bibles they wound up sending us like geriatric bibles right they they wound up sending us like these Giant print, like I kind of appreciate that. Re- oh my gosh, I wear glasses and I don't even want that. I got the giant like print. Who wants? Listen, who Why wants? Why like is it that?
1: It wasn't really leather.
0: Who? Okay, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> who wants a? Who wants a giant print Bible? I don't want a giant print Bible. What? Well, what's giant?
1: Like giant would
0: be when I it mean, says on it, extra large print for I old like eyes.
1: that nah, I like man, that. No I way. mean well we'll get to that later.
0: So anyway, that was um so but the but but besides the bibles that we got, the Christian Standard Bible is a very good translation. I actually like it a yeah, lot. Yeah. Um so that's another one that I, I do use uh to compare to, to see what's going on. So
1: but out of the two, I mean we're talking like just ESV, CSB as far as like for Redeemer like at this point we're just sticking with the ESV. We're ESV. Oh it's yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. We're yeah. ESV all the way. Yeah.
0: No, Christian Standard, uh we ain't even close to changing. You've got to send us much nicer Bibles in large oh, print yeah. if you want us to change.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. It's gotta actually be leather. Don't, don't No yeah. goat
0: skin. We gotta have goat skin. We got to goat skin. Yeah, I want goat skin. Skin of a <sighs>
1: devil. That's yeah, if right. you're gonna buy us off, buy us off right.
0: <laughs> so um what about the KJV? Why do you why do you hate on the KJV so much?
1: I don't hate on it.
0: Yeah, yeah. You
1: make fun of it. Mm-hmm. No, I'm making more fun of the people. Okay. I'm making fun of the mentality of that this is the only inspired version that that beyond this, you're you're missing out on the true words of God. Uh so it's more just the cult of KJV only is who I'm making fun of. Not the actual translation itself. Because I do think it's helpful at times as I'm studying. I want to look and see how different versions are uh, interpreting sections or passages of scripture, uh, right. and see how they how they are similar, how they differ. Like even you talked about uh, the Helopolis when it came to <laughs> atoning sacrifice and propitiation. Like that's right. that's kind of an important distinction there uh, to be making. And so yeah, I like I like I do like to compare versions, and I think I do think KJV has stood a test of time.
0: I don't know. Um, you don't think so? No. You don't,
1: you don't even look at it at all?
0: Uh, you don't even when I'm looking so for much? unicorns, then I open up the KJV. <laughs> okay? If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out Numbers 23, Numbers 24, 8, Deuteronomy 33, 17, Job 39, 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're they,
1: telling me maybe there's no unicorns? All right, man. I'm just saying. God
0: God brought them out of Egypt. He hath, as it were, the strength of a unicorn. mm um, his glory is like the firstling of his bullock, Amen. and his horns are like the horns of unicorns. Yeah, and with them he shall put. Will, will the unicorn be willing to serve thee or abide by thy? Canst thou bind the unicorn with is, his? Can you? All right, here is the problem, guys. Um, language changes, evolves, adapts. Yeah, yeah, when you yeah. talk about, so you got to be smart. When you talk about charity today, it does not mean what it used to mean back in the day. Uh, unicorn ain't working. Um King James is a fine translation for its day for the most part, though there are problems, textual problems with it that are pretty significant. Um, so, yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan. I think it's fine to have. But, uh, you know, some of you guys love the KJV. Uh, mm, get something well, better. Is what I would say it. I would say get something better. All right. So um, what, what about what about the kinds of Bibles? Like some people, they really get into. Yeah, yeah. Like the the specific binding and the verse, like so. Absolutely. What what is your everyday Bible?
1: Uh, my everyday Bible is a ESV. Actually, where's it's right there. That one's yours, but it's the exact same.
0: Oh, you cop. Oh, wait, that's your ESV. Okay, got
1: it. No, no, no that one's yours. But yeah, what's We have the what, same one. We have the same one. What's a kind? i This is my everyday. Uh, your
0: your everyday Bible is my preaching Bible. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between Joe and I. There, yeah. No, my I'm
1: everyday not. is Joe's preaching Bible.
0: My my everyday Bible is better than the preaching Bible.
1: Your everyday I mean, Bible
0: is going to be the journal one, isn't it? Oh yeah, of course okay. it is. All right. So specifically, I always get confused because ESV has so many diff- different kinds. Exactly. So specifically, this one's called the ESV Heirloom Single Column Legacy Edition. That's the one I use
1: every day. Four ribbons.
0: uh Hand sewn binding.
1: Hand sewn binding. Uh, goat skin. The, goat skin. You know, like it, it is durable. It goes distant. It's got a bit of a – the margins are nice, I think, for writing little notes. Yep. It ain't going to be well, Yeah, like, because
0: they're, they're what they call the, – it's a, like a renaissance page design. Yeah. So it's got a, this really nice balance. There's good margin. Yep. Um, the the paper is not – it's a really – it's really cool.
1: Yeah. So that, that is my everyday Bible that I like to, to use when I do my devotions, when I do my study, when I do my reading. Uh, that's the Bible I use. And so, Joe, we already know you use the journal. Tell us about it.
0: I use the ESV Moleskine hardcover journaling Bible, single column, uh, and I go through about one a year. Actually, I mark it all up. I'm pretty hard on them, and then I get a new one. Uh, maybe not every year, but since they came out, I've gone through probably three of them. Uh, I like that. It's small. It's mm-hmm. smaller than this thing, and-, and I like that
1: you go through it in a year. I I'm, I, I I I admire that about you. Your diligence to. Uh, to study God's word wow. and to journal through it. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying glory be to God. I'm not trying to well, yeah, pump but, you up, but I'm saying that. W- whether I read it that's... once
0: or a thousand times, I'm, I'm changing it up the next year. So...
1: Yeah, no, and that's what I'm saying, though. You're going through it and you're still no, changing it. Well, no,
0: even if I only read it one time the whole year, I'm still going to change it out. I know. That's fine. What's wrong so with that? So then I'm not studying it. You, when you
1: studied it, you still took the time to dil- write it If I didn't notes. read it
0: at all next year, I'd get a new one. That's what I'm trying to say. All
1: right, trying I'll to be, be real. Okay, so really, you no, you have no notes in the deal.
0: I got it's a all couple. in Romans. I got a couple. It's all it's just Romans nine. <laughs> it's just Romans you know, nine. I got to go to my Calvinist chapter, my that's favorite it. chapter. Uh, no, I do. I, I like I like to mark it up and put quotes in there, and I think I put a link up there about how I use the yeah, yeah. Um, moleskin journaling Bible. Um, my preaching Bible is the same one that Jimmy carries every mm-hmm. day, and that's the one you preach from as well. Your Mm-mm. everyday Bible is no. Mm-mm. What do you preach from?
1: I preach from the ESV Omega thin line Bible. Oh, it's thin line. When they say thin line, it's not like it is thinner than the other one, it's lighter. It uh the there's mar- no
0: in the back. There's none of that extra stuff in the back, for example. There's
1: none of the extra stuff in the back. The uh, words themselves, the font is a little bit larger, which is what it is. It's larger. That's why I like it for preaching because it's a bit larger. And they did that by they moved all the references or whatever you usually have they like moved it uh, all to the bottom of the page to make more room up top. So that makes it Omega? Why is like, it Omega? I, it's called the Omega Bible. Why is it called the Omega? It's because it's the last one you'll ever need.
0: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's why you need Jimmy <laughs> on the marketing team, Crossway.
1: <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, uh, that one I like. It's light. It's something I can hold in my hand as I preach because I'm not as strong as Joe. Uh, so I need the Bible nice and light in my hand mm-hmm. it, it, it lays flat yeah. which is awesome which so, is does the, just,
0: so does that uh, journaling bible too in fact all of these higher end all, all these the Moleskine higher end is cheap the, the, the journaling bible yeah. is cheap but any good you higher need, end bible it is going to flat. lay flat yeah. it feel, from it, Genesis it, it needs to lay flat agreed and so yeah I,
1: I love the Omega 1 for preaching it's great it's fantastic uh, it's good on my eyes I'm able to flip through fast um, and it's the one like yeah I just, I just like it and I have like a bunch of markings in there um, notes and stuff for, like, communion. Mm-hmm. If if there's ever a time, like, so ever so often I'll lead communion, and so I have my notes in there. If there's ever a time, like, last minute, Joe's like, hey, man, I need you to take care of this. I've got that. I've got a list of benedictions mm-hmm. as well. So I just kind of have everything I need uh, offering, everything I need that's already in there just in case for the last moment. And I, I bring that every Sunday just in case. We should
0: have... A Doctrine and Devotion Bible. No, stop. We should have. We could have. No, like, we not. We should. We should have like benedictions in there. Like no, we're, the, the we're not. The ones write for a Redeemer. Yeah, yeah, we're not doing, uh, sell it uh, on the store. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, head on over to doctrinedevotion slash store and pick
0: up your Doctrine and Devotion Bible today for forty nine ninety nine. No, no, no. It would be one of those high end Bibles. Let's talk about those. Those high end Bibles. High end Bibles. I, real- thought, I thought this was a high end Bible. Well, the Crossway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. Um, yeah, I mean it's expensive. That's for sure. It's like uh, two hundred and fifty bucks for the everyday carry that you have. Yeah, a little spendy, dude. Look at you. Oh, look
1: at me. Yeah. Do you want? Can I talk about?
0: I can't, I'm, yes, it's spendy. Yeah, yeah, wow, what way to it's go. It's spendy. That's a lot of money to spend on a Bible, buddy. All right, I, I get mine for 50% off. That's why I don't worry about it.
1: So, so did I, that's uh, why I said <laughs> that. I get mine 50% off. As well. That's uh, why I was like,
0: I was cautious right there, just didn't talk. So uh, one place that you can go to check out some of the the nicer, higher-end mm-hmm. Bibles is evangelicalbible.com.
1: Absolutely. And actually, I love this website because uh, when I was looking for a Bible, they have great reviews. Right on there as well. So,
0: yeah, they're really cool. And so you can check out they've got um, the Schuler Bible, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, What else they got? They got the Allen Bible, uh, the Cambridge Bibles. They sell Crossway Bibles, Trinitarian and Lockman Bibles. So these are all different manufacturers. Absolutely, a lot of them are in different countries. I know people that love the Allen Bibles. They talk about them all the time and uh and you're going to spend some money here for Absolutely. like you know if you go if you're looking at an Allen Bible, I'm just going to click over to here right now. I uh, do the Allen one. Okay, I'm going to do Allen and I'm going to do ESV. I'll, I'll look for the Cambridge. Okay. Allen ESV All right. So the Allen ESV New Classic Readers Navy Blue Highland Goatskin Bible is $187. And that looks like it's their most expensive ESV, Allen ESV New Classic Readers Whoa. Brown, one hundred eighty seven, uh, and those are going to be coming out in the middle of twenty seventeen. Now, the the reason these are expensive is because it's you want, printed you want of the Cambridge yeah you went in just a second the reason like uh this one like by uh allen is expensive and the reason they're all expensive is because um, the paper is a really high quality yes. they're oftentimes out of the Netherlands um the, the the binding is, is it's hand bound it's not just glued like most of the Bibles and things mm-hmm. like that uh what about uh, what about yours
1: the cambridge
0: mm-hmm. ESV wide margin reference Bible black goat skin I like that now this is on sale ooh all right sign me up. Two hundred and four dollars and ninety nine cents. Oh I yeah, I think I got it by something else. <laughs> on
1: sale it was at three hundred uh typeface, eight point two point or eight point
0: two point. Now why why would somebody spend money on a Bible like this? That's a lot of money. Why would somebody look at a Bible and go, I'm gonna drop a couple hundred bucks. I can get a Bible no. true tone. I can get a true tone for like fifteen bucks.
1: Yeah, I mean for me I want something that's gonna last. I want something that's gonna take a beating. I want something that um last how long? I want it to last years, generations, last generations. right? generations. I want something that that kid like, especially with the, the not necessarily the Omega one, the Omega one would be great to be able to pass on. If one of my children, uh, of one of my boys ever, if God called them to ministry, it'd be right. nice to like pass that on. But even just like my study Bible, the mm-hmm. one that I have my notes in, the one that I write my thoughts in, my prayers, like my struggles, that's the kind of one, you know, to be able to pass, like that they could look at later on.
0: You know, I've done a lot of funerals for a mm. lot of elderly people, especially when I was pastoring in Kentucky. And they had Bibles that they've had most of their lives. And that was back when Bibles were made at yeah. a higher quality. That's right. Um, and more were sold. And so their old their Bible, grandpa's Bible mm-hmm. would they would be buried with it or they would give it. Usually they it would be given to one the of oldest. the kids and they would read it. They would read from it at the funeral. Wow! So these Bibles are worth purchasing, uh, and they're not for everybody, but no, these Bibles no. are worth purchasing because they will last generations. You'll be able to get one, Absolutely. and you take care of it, and you know which one I want? Which one? There's a Schuler Bible I want. Let's take a look at this Schuller. It's the Schuler Credo ESV. Uh, I don't have it, but I'm, I'm going to get it eventually. The Schuler Credo ESV. Let me, I'm going to take a look at this, guys. Hold on. Let's pull right. this up. And Here's what it says. This Bible is identical to the ESV Quintel Bible with the addition—so we can talk about the Quintel—with the addition of the following historical confessions of the church. So in the back, it's got the Apostles' Creed, the Nicene Creed, the Chalcedonian Creed, the Athanasian Creed, the Augsburg, the Articles of Religion, the Westminster Standards, the London Baptist Confession. Yeah, Um, I want that. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. So yeah, uh, it looks uh, it looks really good, and it's uh, how much? It wasn't that much. I mean, it's expensive, but it wasn't as much as some of the others. The ESV Credo. Oh, it doesn't say. Oh, that makes me nervous. <laughs> how much
1: is it? Oh, they're gonna get. They're gonna suck you in. Oh
0: man, I don't see. All right, there's a review. Anywho, um, is your Schuler ESV. Well, oh, you know
1: why? It's because it's not out yet. Oh, it's really? due late 2017. Eleven point font.
0: Oh, it's a big Bible. Yep. Yeah. Look at that paper. That's nice. Look Uh, at the margins. Let me see the margin. The margins aren't that big. Margins are good. No, I'm looking at it right here. Which one? I'm looking at the thing at the bottom here. Yeah, that's too big. Never mind. I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, for people that. Um, are interested in Bibles, like they want to get a good yeah, Bible. Yeah. Uh, we generally recommend they get an ESV. It, they're, they're easier to read, but it retains the theological language. Absolutely, right. So it's not as literal as the NASB, but it retains all the theological and it's language.
1: it's No longer in uh, what is it perpetuity? Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, I'm ESV,
0: it up. ESV, almost um, Crossway, almost oh, messed yeah, that up. Crossway, yeah. Um, what did A. A. Ron do?
1: <laughs> they were uh no they, longer going to revise it. It was going yeah. to be in perpetuity.
0: Yeah. So they going they were gonna try and go KJV and leave it alone. Um with uh some translation issues. Uh which come up, you know, that's why you want to keep improving and working exactly. on it and refining it. So they they fixed that, they went back, they repented, and uh we're all we're all good. so um, they
1: came out with an, another version. Now we're talking about like you're making an investment on in one that's gonna last. Mm-hmm would you then make the investment again
0: oh i see what you're saying, Do you see what I'm saying? Like like if it, they updated if, he, if they exactly. updated exactly if they
1: updated i would say i mean i feel like if they updated significantly
0: it depends i mean really, realistically there shouldn't be huge changes uh there will be some Now, that at this point they've had years to revise it um so you want to make sure every, every translation is going to have issues. Every translation oh, is absolutely. going to have yeah. like things that you don't like about it. Um, so you've got to figure out what you can live with, but no, I, I don't, I would say you're going to get a Bible and that's going to be your Bible for the rest of your life. I mean, if you if you're going to spend that money, that's your thing. Absolutely. Unless you're super nerd and you just like to spend money and collect all of these Bibles. There's nothing wrong with that. That's fine. Um, but for most people, I would say most people in general get an ESV. Absolutely. Um, you can go NASB if you really like that, but I think ESV is one of the best bets or uh, uh, Christian Standard Bible. I think that's a great translation as well. Or KJV, uh, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> but I would say get something that you can read, something that you can understand, something that's accurate. That's right. And uh, get that Bible. Don't it's wor- something that
1: you're actually going to use. I, I want to say yeah. it like that, right? Like something that you're going to. If you can't read it, if it's something that. I shouldn't say it like that. Like there's some translations that maybe people find a little bit more difficult because of the language. Right. You know, you want something that's going to be usable and beneficial because if it's just sitting on your shelf, it's of no use. And that that
0: applies to the kind of Bible that it is as well. Absolutely. Like you want, you want to be able to carry this thing. You want to be able to take it with you, throw it in your bag. You know, the ESV study Bible is a good study Bible, but it was so huge when it came out. People were like, what do I do with this thing? And now they got smaller versions with the same content. And now you got apps on your phone. You don't really need a study Bible these days, but Make sure it's something that you can actually carry with you. If you're a new Christian and you're looking for a Bible, man, call a local church. See if they'll give you one yeah. if you can't afford one. Otherwise, go pick up an ESV True Tone. Read that thing till it falls apart. Then go ahead and invest in absolutely, something good. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think we've all had Bibles that we've had for a long time, and, but I still have that NIV Life Application Bible somewhere in my so house. So do I. That but I read I back tore in I tore that one 92. up. Yeah.
1: I tore that one up. I tore it up in... 2000 was from 90 98 to 2003. How old were you in 1998? Uh, let me think here. I was either, I think I was 16. Wow. Yeah. Cause I started, I was attend- married. I started, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I started attending <laughs> high school in 96, graduating in 2000. And it was my so- end of my sophomore year that I began going to church. You're a nineties kid. You don't you, get, oh, I can tell
0: you, who gave me that Bible. Never mind. Not why not? Him. Why why not? Because it's a name drop. Oh, I know who gave it to you. Let me guess. Uh, I got to think of his name. He is at Soma now, and he was at Christ Community, and his name is Jeff Vanderstel. That's Boom, it. got it. He's the one gave my first Bible. All right, so um, tore that sucker up. Okay, metaphorically, of course. Metaphor. More, yeah, Yeah. metaphor. Yeah, yeah. all right, cool. All right, guys, if uh, check out the links in our show notes. We have links to some of the Bibles that we mentioned here, um, ones that you can invest in that might be a little more expensive, but also just ones that are affordable, and even ones that you can. Give away if you want to support the podcast, we would love it if you would follow us on social media, Instagram and uh, what is the other one Twitter. Twitter at doc and Devo or even on facebook it 's just Facebook.com slash doctrine and devotion. How else can mm. they support the show?
1: They can head on over to the website doctrinedevotion dot com click on the store there you can grab uh, the two thousand and sixteen the two thousand and seventeen t shirts you can grab a hoodie, you can grab a journal. Uh, and we're now g- have a new video section up there that you can grab. We've got the Stetzer videos. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the confessional piety videos, uh, and? and Joe Thorne's three new books, his trilogy on the local church. You can either buy the trilogy at a great discount, or you can grab each individual book, which is still
0: discounted. You can, yeah, listen, They can go to Amazon. They can, they, go, to they Amazon. can go to Moody Publishers, yeah. or you can support the podcast. Yep, Get absolutely. those books right from us. And exactly. you know what? We ship quick.
1: Oh, uh, within uh, one business day. Bang. Bada-bam. Oh, wait.
0: But we probably can't ship international. It's probably too expensive.
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> Actually, we've now uh, got a, a arrangement with the uh, United States Postal Service. Mm-hmm. So we can now ship international. So let me tell you this. If you are in Europe, right. you will not see Joe Thorne's books until July.
0: No, they can't get them. They're going to be there. Unless you go over to DoctrineofOcean.com. Wait. What, they, wait hang on. I they... ship internationally. They can go to our website, our website, buy my books, and get them months before they're going to be. Yeah.
1: I w- we will sh- once you place your order, it ships out within a business day. What are you waiting for, UK? Get over there.
0: Hey, I New Zealand. a lot of you
1: guys in UK have been asking me, when, when can I get these books? When can I get these books? Now. I can't get them until July.
0: Now you can Right now. Right now. You know why? Because Fofo knows. Fofo knows. Fofo gets it done.
1: Oh, yeah. I already told the publisher. I was like, man, I'm going to hit up everywhere else before you get there. <laughs> after, I signed, after I signed the agreement for just, you know for the pricing and everything, right. and I'm like, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to hit up
0: every area before you get there. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody buying from Moody. That's not good. I think they want to sell books.
1: Yeah, well, they're selling it to me.
0: Oh, okay. They're they selling it to
1: me. That. I'm just selling it to others.
0: So, uh, yeah, that's about it, man. We have got fresh content, right? Fresh podcast. Ha- what did you say? <laughs> I said podcasts podcast. I don't know what that is. It's like a European. A podcast fo- Yeah. So like right. a fake podcast. Uh, so like... Pseudocast? A pseudocast? Pseudocast. We have Fresh Pod every Monday and every Thursday. We have articles coming out every Wednesday, and we will eventually get get around to dropping dropping off a video. I'm tired, dude. I got to go. I have two long nights in a row. I got to get to bed.
1: Pobrecito. Oh,
0: I don't know what that means, but I don't think it's good. Uh, And then fresh video content coming out on Fridays eventually, soon here. Stay tuned for that.
1: Later.